Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Hush and Be Bold podcast. You're listening to episode one, My Bold Journey. My name is Jenna Hushka, and I am the one-woman show, for now, behind this podcast. And I am so excited, and I apologize for the cheesiness, but to take you on this journey with me. I, I did actually have a full intro and something I wanted to say at the beginning planned, and we'll get there. I figure I'm going to add that down the line, but I just wanted to make this a little bit more on the casual side and really just be authentic in the fact that It's going to evolve. I'm going to figure stuff out as I go, but the most important thing is that I recorded it. I wanted to do it, so I'm doing it, and thank you for listening. Um, I do have a purpose and an intent of today's episode, so I wanted to discuss the four things that help me be my most bold self, hence the name of the podcast, Hush and Be Bold. I thought this was a perfect opener. But I will also share a little bit of insight onto myself, who I am, blah, 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 and some of my mantras and how I also want to show up as a person in this world. So um, yeah, this is it. So thank you for being here and listening. Um, The intent of this podcast is to help inspire you to find your authentic voice and live a more fulfilling life. I do want to set a disclaimer that I am no way a person who knows everything, has it all together or is even the most qualified person in the room. And honestly, that's okay, because I feel like there's a lot of us that maybe want to try something or start something, but we feel like we're maybe lacking in experience or credibility, so it prevents us from even taking that first step. So hopefully I can show you that you don't need to be this perfect expert. You just have to start and figure it out along the way. And that's another reason why I'm really excited about starting this is that I know I don't have to have it all figured out. I know that I want to grow and we're going to evolve. We're going to learn together. And I, I might even look back on this in five years and be like, that that was horrible. And that's perfectly okay. That's the humility in this. But today with where I am, I am very excited and happy and grateful for the person I am growing to be, but also the person that I have become. I know I will change, and that's the beauty of life and everything in it. So um, why don't I get into a little background on myself and who I am today, and then I'll start the purpose of this episode. So who am I? Well, today I am a saleswoman by trade, and I do side gig content creation and writing on the side. I currently reside in Los Angeles, California, where, yeah, the traffic does suck. I definitely overpay for my apartment, but the weather and the beach make it all worth it for now. So today I balance a full-time job and I do create content for my TikTok channel and Instagram and I am now a podcast host. How exciting. I have been creating content for TikTok for over two years now and I'm really proud of just how I've grown and become more confident in who I am and here comes the name of the podcast, uh, ultimately just living a more bold life. My whole mantra in life is how can I be more present, more myself, and just show up in life as the most authentic version of myself. I think I have this big fear of looking back on my life one day and wishing I had just done the things that I wanted to do, wishing that I had just been a little bit more myself and stopped pleasing other people just to get their approval and get their liking. That to me is one of the biggest fears I have. So I try to live my life going around that fear. And what can I do every single day that is 100% myself, that is going to make me feel most at peace with the integrity of who I am? And I think deep down, we all believe and want this. 
it is just a little bit easier said than done. So that is a little bit about who I am. And now I just want to go straight into the meat of this podcast and talk about the four ways that I have become more bold in my life. So the first thing I would say is have a vision. And I wanted to be careful about this because having a vision is similar to having a goal and they can be interchanged in different ways. But sometimes, and you might experience this too, but with goals, they can almost feel very um, limiting in a way. Like if you don't reach this goal or if you don't achieve this goal, then you are somewhat of a failure or that it's debilitating because you didn't reach it before, so on and so forth. Now, I this isn't the time that I'm nagging on goals because goals are there for a reason. Um, they can help us get to a certain path and a very thought out, met- meticulous is the word I was looking for, meticulous way. But for me, I know with a goal, it can also feel a little bit too structured. Uh, Even in my career, we do things called SMART goals, which if you're familiar, a SMART goal stands for uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So instead of saying, I want a lot of people to listen to this podcast, a SMART goal would be specific, I want 100 downloads by the first month of releasing this podcast. It's specific. It's measurable. I put in a hundred downloads. It's uh, attainable. To be honest, I don't even know if that's attainable yet. So I might have to reevaluate that. It's relevant. It's very relevant for me because I am starting this right now. So it makes sense. And then it's also timely. However, if I made that my only intent of this podcast, right as I'm starting, depending on the kind of person you are, If I don't achieve that, that might set me back five steps. I might think to myself, is it even worth it to continue on if I haven't reached this specific goal? So what I like better is to have a vision. I have a vision that I am going to inspire hundreds of people. That could eventually go into thousands of people. Who knows? But I have this vision that I am going to make an impact on someone else's life and inspire them to live a little bit more bold. And for me, that just helps me get out of my shell and want to create this co- this podcast. So another thing that helps me with a vision and to find if it's something that you really want to do, sometimes you can sleep on it. And this might not be the best example in the world, but something you can think about is a tattoo. So someone told me this once, and if you are still thinking about a tattoo that you want to get and it's been over a year or even six months, freaking get it. That's your mind telling you that it is valuable or uh, worth it enough that you actually want it on your body and it wasn't just a spur of the moment thought. And that's been the case with, as a different example, this podcast. If I'm being very straight up forward, I've been thinking about this podcast for years, longer than the tattoos that I've gotten. And I'm not fully inked up or anything, but I I did use that tattoo logic where I had been thinking about them for over six months and um, I eventually got them. So I kind of like to think about that. Like, is this something that I just kind of sounds cool in the moment? Like, oh my gosh, I want to pick up sewing and I do want to do that. But I think that was more just of a desire and something that sounds interesting in my head versus Starting this podcast has been something in the back of my mind for years. So for me, I know that's a vision that I actually want to work towards. And once you start 
really giving ammunition to this vision, it will help you figure out the steps and get excited about how you can make it actually happen. So the second tip on living a bold life would be to just start. So you may not know this about me, or you might, but one of my passions in life is actually writing. I have been a writer for over seven years, and my first somewhat break into writing was uh, this popular college publication called The Odyssey. And for me, I'm always curious about how people started, what their journey looks like, and what got them their big quote-unquote breaks. And this is about writing for me, but I think this applies to everything in life. Um, so if you are interested in writing or anything else, I would say do it for no one first. And that kind of removes the pressure of starting and feeling like it has to be perfect and so on and so forth. So just start with the intention and kind of the bare bones that it, it doesn't even have to go anywhere. To be very honest, even with this podcast, I had actually recorded two episodes prior to this and I just... I got rid of them. I was like, you know what? I just want to try it out. I want to practice. And that's perfectly fine because I was taking a step and just starting. So for example, when I was picking up writing years ago, I would just journal. I would just read. I would write things down. Um, and I wasn't in any way particularly good at it. But the more I did it and the more I just tried, I felt more confident. And I remember seeing this publication that had openings for writers. And I was like, well, is my writing even good enough for this? And I think that was way before I really understood what imposter syndrome was. Like, what if people find out that I'm a fraud and my writing sucks? Or what was I going to do if it just, you know, didn't pick up or I hated it? But you're never going to have those answers unless, unless you start it or unless you just try. So I remember I picked up some of my best quote unquote pieces of work. Um, I practiced, you know, the interview questions and why I wanted to write, blah, blah, blah. And then I applied and I got the role of a contributing writer and was writing every single week for, I think about six months. And it was just such a cool experience to show myself that you don't have to know everything. You don't even have to be that good at something. It is just the mere fact that you have to start. Um, one thing that I also learned is the difference between people that you admire and yourself is that they're the ones that just started. They're the ones that picked up the pen. They're the ones that did that first step that may or may not have felt comfortable or may have felt a little bit like they don't know what they're doing. And that's how they got to where they are. Every single person that you look up to at one point had no freaking clue what they were doing. So that's a huge thing for me is just starting. And years later, guys, I am still an active contributor to a big publication called the Thought Catalog or Collective World, which is viewed by millions of people. And now I write for my own interest. I, I will see where this takes me. But if I hadn't started and I hadn't just taken those steps, I probably would have always wondered, you know, what what would have become? And I'm not even saying my writing journey is done. I don't consider myself the best or most accredited writer in the world. De I mean, definitely not, of course. But just have to give it your sh 
best shot and you'll never know what's going to happen unless you start. Plus, the worst that can happen is you start and then you realize it's not for you. And that's probably one of the best case scenarios because then you can quickly get it out of your head and find a new vision that works for you. So going back to that first step even. So I would say the biggest thing or the second thing about being a bold, more bold person in your life is just start. Similar to Nike, just do it. Okay, number three. If it feels uncomfortable, you're likely growing. So similar to how you may or may not know some of my writing, but I also do TikTok, right? So I create some videos that are majority related to the corporate world, corporate humor, or just my daily struggles in life of being a 20-something. And this was probably one of my biggest bold moments. Um, I've been asked before, you know, how did you start and why did you start and uh, how did it happen? Blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, I am human and the thought of putting myself out there and showing my comedy or my creativeness or just who I am is absolutely terrifying. I'm putting myself out there to be judged and to figure out if people like what I'm doing. There's so many unknowns with putting up a video on the internet. Are you serious? But I also realized that that uncomfortable feeling is just the feeling of doing something new. It's just the feeling of something that you're not already an expert at. Of course you're going to feel uncomfortable. If I got up on a surfboard as somebody who's never surfed in my life, that's going to feel scary as hell, right? I mean, I mean, duh. So uh, the uncomfortable feeling that you feel, it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just your mind and your body telling you that you're about to grow through this. You're about to do something that you haven't done or haven't fully experienced or aren't fully... Uh, I guess I would say accomplished at before. And that's when I think about it that way. I mean, not to get all hyped up here, but that's so exciting. There is a balance and you don't want to just only do things for the rest of your life that are uncomfortable, almost as a thrill or a way to escape. But when I do feel that feeling of, oh my gosh, this is something new, I don't fully know what I'm doing. It's a little bit scary. I look at it and I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. How exciting is it that I'm going to get to try this out and figure out if it's something that I like. So similarly for TikTok and putting videos up on the internet, it was something I always wanted to do. I've had a passion about making other people smile and laugh and I just genuinely love doing it. So even though it was uncomfortable, um, I knew that if I ever wanted to fulfill that vision that I had, again, going back to my other steps, but if I ever wanted to fill this vision of just doing the creative uh, realm that I wanted to do, I would have to be uncomfortable. I would have to just get past those initial fears or hesitations of putting myself out there ultimately to get the outcome that I desire. So any time that I am wanting to just 
be a little bit more bold. I don't necessarily look at that uncomfortable feeling as something to alarm me or to prevent me from doing it, but rather just acknowledge it. And I'm like, oh, there it is again. Uh, I even... <laughs> Okay, this is, I, I don't know exactly where I'm going to take this podcast all the time, but I even had that feeling. I had gone up to a guy at a bar and I wasn't even asking for his number. I was just trying to have conversation. And that's something I'm not fully, you know, comfortable with right now. It still takes a lot of nerve for me to do that. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I feel so anxious and scared and what if they reject me, blah, blah, blah. But I remembered, oh my gosh, this is just an uncomfortable feeling. I'm not actually in any danger. I'm just trying something new. And I said, hi, and guess what? It was a great normal conversation. So I would highly encourage you to just get comfortable being uncomfortable and recognizing that that's when you're about to have such a good breakthrough. And my last tip is, let go of the fear of judgment. Growing up, I've always felt like I had this baby fire inside me. You know, I was spunky. I was, dare I say, a bit obnoxious. Uh, I would put myself out there. I was very loudspoken, believe it or not. Um, but I just, I had this small, however you want to put it, fire inside me. And I, I really don't think I'm alone in this. I think a lot of us have experienced feeling this uh, just sense inside of us that wants to be something or wants to do X, Y, Z, but, you know, you just don't really understand it. But you know, it's, you know, it's there. Um, and over the years, I finally started to just let this fire, fire be, you know, controlled, of course, I guess if I'm going with this fire analogy, but I let it burn. However, with burning, you know, you start to see that when you do show your colors, people are going to make judgments. They're going to make assumptions. They're going to perceive. And that can feel scary. Um, that can feel like it's better to just be this perfect image or be this, you know, inside of a coloring book. That's kind of how I imagine it. Just inside the lines to avoid people making assumptions or judgments of you. But if you ever want to let that fire grow and just burn into what it was meant to burn into, you're going to have to just let go of all of these fears of being judged. And I'm not saying that you're ever going to get fully uh, eradicated of feeling the wrath of judgment, because if you get there, then I would like to know your secret. I just don't think that's necessarily fully possible. But I think you just have to let go of the fact that you are not never going to get you. Okay, wait, let me let me try that again. You are, you have to let go of just the, the fear of getting those judgments. They're going to come. And it's kind of like accepting them. I'm not saying that you have to feel happy about it, but if you ever want to, to be a more bolder version of yourself, you can't let the opinions and the judgments and the thoughts of anyone else prevent you from doing what you want to do and being who you want to be in this life. That goes back to one of my full mantras. My biggest fear, fears more than the fear of being judged, is living a life that I wasn't fully authentic to. 
So with that in mind, it is more important for me to be as authentic and as real and as uh, true to myself as possible. And with that means that I'm probably going to get judged. But over the years, um, for me, I was becoming just a little bit more shameful and embarrassed of this funny, creative side of me because I thought people would look at me and just think of me as a weird, funny girl. First of all, there's what is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. That That's who I am, and I shouldn't be embarrassed of my personality and my, my traits. The alternative would be that I just suppress myself, I shrink myself in order to maybe get one more person that isn't even somebody that I would want to be friends with long term to like me. I mean, how silly is that? When you really think about it, that's so, so silly. So I would say like to just get rid of that, you have to embrace that who you are becoming is more important than those temporary moments of shame and embarrassment. Not saying that the shame and embarrassment isn't valid because you are allowed to feel that, but where is that coming from? Is that coming from because what you're doing is actually very shameful in itself, like, you know, harmful or something in that nature? Because if that's the case, then um, I'm not really sure how to advise you. But if (laughs) if you're saying that you feel shamed and embarrassed because of what other people might think of you, that's your sign. That is it right there where you need to just let go of it and realize that you should be more scared of not trying and not doing it than what Nancy Jones might have to say or think about you. Because at the end of the day, this is your life. You're the one that has to live with yourself. You're the person that's going to make or break or do the things that you want to do. So I would say if you want to be more bold, you really have to try. All right. And with that, that wraps up the first episode of the Hush and Be Bold podcast. Episode one is in the books. I'm really excited to see how this evolves and where this goes, but I hope that gives you a taste of what I plan to do with this podcast. Um, We're going to talk about careers, livelihoods, lifestyle, health, relationships, womanhood, self-discovery, and more. So feel free to follow along my Instagram. My personal Instagram is Jenna Hushka. And for now, the Hush and Be Bold uh, tag is also on Instagram. And again, guys, I don't know exactly how I'm going to format everything, but that's the beauty of it. If I held myself to such harsh in rigid constraints, I feel like I would just get into the cycle where I'd never want to do this or have it done because it has to be perfect. And it doesn't, it really doesn't. Um, maybe it will be perfect one day, but if it gets to that point, then I just can't ever see myself <laughs> uh, feeling, feeling like it's exactly how I ever dreamed of it. But anyways, I digress. Thank you so much for joining me today. And do not forget to live a little bit more boldly this week.